Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. A federal court grants a Marine captain relief in our Navy SEAL-1 case. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, this is another order by federal judge Stephen Meriday. He granted a preliminary injunction in our case, Navy SEAL-1 versus Austin, for a United States Marine Corps captain who faced punishment after the military rejected his appeal from a denial for a religious accommodation from the shot mandate. You know, Matt, this sounds like the same song we keep singing, but this keeps happening over and over again to these military heroes. Yeah, this particular U.S. Marine is in the um, Marine Corps, has been in the Marine Corps for many years. He now trains new recruits. He has been in law enforcement, and he is currently stationed in Paris Island. And in Paris Island, what we did, we introduced information into the record, several things. Uh, we introduced uh, a letter or a directive from the United States Marine Corps along with a PowerPoint. And the directive said that the Marines would no longer require testing and they would no longer require isolation and quarantine of individuals who test positive for COVID. That in fact, individuals that test positive for COVID will stay in the same barracks as other individuals who are not positive for COVID. They just have to be, for example, toward the back of the barracks. So they would be in the same barracks, but they would be in the back of the barracks, for example. But they don't have to separately quarantine. They don't have to isolate. So those who are sick can stay in the same area with those who are not sick, but yet those who have not gotten the shot cannot stay in the same area with those who have gotten the shot. They can't Is stay in it? the military. At all, right. because they're saying that if you don't get the COVID shot, you have to be discharged and punished. But you've got those who have medical exemptions who haven't gotten the shot can stay in the same area. Yeah, those that have medical exemptions that have not gotten the shot can stay in the same area. They can stay in the military specifically. Mm -hmm. There are people in the military that have medical exemptions and they are currently in the military. They're not being discharged. But if you don't have the shot because of a religious-based reason, then you're being punished, your religious request is being denied, and then you're being processed out. That's the penalty, complete separation. So the and agenda I, is very clear here. <laughs> I was just recently talking to somebody who was a cadet. We actually have Great news we'll share with you later on another program regarding one of our Air Force cadets. Uh, but I was talking to a father just recently at an event that I spoke at uh, where Dr. Peter McCullough was there and other experts on the issue of COVID. He came up to me and he said that his son was being processed out and they're threatening that he would have to pay back his education uh, that would cost about $250,000. Mm -hmm. He's been in the military just under six years, so he doesn't have that magic um, number that would sort of give him some additional due process, like a board of inquiry. If you're in there for a certain period of time, um, you then, if you were to 
be processed out, you can go to a board of inquiry. But if you're in there for just a little bit less than that, you don't have the right to go to the board of inquiry and you can just be processed out. In this case, he's just under that uh, six-year time frame. He wouldn't have the board of inquiry right. They're processing him out and they say you'll have to pay back about $250,000 for your uh, medical, or not uh, for your educational uh, cost that we have uh, spent on you. We even sat at a table with someone who's also having to leave the military, Yeah, right? this one's in law enforcement currently. He's in the uh, reserves right now. He's being placed on what's called IRR, which would be the um, ready reserves. He's being processed out. Uh, there's so many that are facing this. And this particular captain now, so he has been around lots of people who have had COVID. He said he may or may not have had COVID. He had very minimal symptoms at one time. But he's been around a lot of people who have had COVID. He actually showed that the military changed its policy recently. No more uh, masking, no more testing, and no isolation. Well, if that's the case, mm -hmm. why'd they do that? Well, the PowerPoint shows why they did it. PowerPoint that the military sent out, this is the United States Marines, is showing the Alpha variant, the Delta variant, and the Omicron variant. And if you look at a chart from left to right, the graph is high on the left. It goes down further to the Delta variant, goes down to the Omicron variant at the bottom of the right side of the page to almost non-existent. So the reason why they're saying that we're drawing back is because fewer people are getting infected. The most recent Omicron variant is fading away. There's no reason to isolate these people anymore. They can stay in the same barracks. There's no reason to test anymore. Um, you just, if you have symptoms, you have symptoms, but if you don't have symptoms, you don't need to test. So then why are they processing this man out? They're, I believe, trying to punish anybody and cleanse anybody from the military who has a religious-based belief. Right. His religious belief will not allow him to take a shot that's associated with aborted fetal cells. Yeah, absolutely. And so we also introduced into evidence information from UCOM, which is the European Command Center. Uh, anyone who is deployed in any of the UCOM jurisdictions throughout the world in the UCOM area, which is the European area, that would include anyone. This is not specific to any particular military branch, whether you're a Marine, Army, Navy, whatever, and you're going to Europe, you're under UCOM. And here, UCOM had a shortage of certain critical personnel. A two-star general wrote to a three-star general saying, we need to fill these particular positions. We have a shortage of these positions. Here's a list of, can we, in fact, have um, some of these people that have not received the COVID shots because of religious exemptions? Can we use them? Can we use their services? The three-star general wrote back. We actually introduced this document into evidence, and he said, yes, you can. And he said that, Unvaccinated service members do not pose any appreciable increased risk to the military or military readiness. So we have this from a three-star general. This is something that the Department of Defense, the DOJ, did not want that information to get out because it really undercuts their whole narrative. They did not want this information out in the general public. And now it's out. 
So what we see is a three-star general over UCOM. And in fact, our United States Marine Corps captain has been previously deployed to the UCOM jurisdiction. So this argument that, well, we can't deploy you, we couldn't send you, for example, to some of these places, is false. The argument that we have to isolate you because you pose such an incredible risk to the military is false because they're allowing infected individuals, COVID-positive people, to sleep in the same barracks as non-COVID-positive service members. Right. They're not testing because they have a chart that shows that the threat is minimal. And in fact, what we now know also is that more men and women in the military have died in one year from the COVID shots, 127, than have died in two plus years from COVID itself, 93. Now, those numbers may have changed a few numbers uh, in the last few days, but that's what those numbers did reflect. 127 died in 2021 from the shots. 93 died total from COVID over two plus years. And more injuries. As and well. a lot more injuries. And by the way, that's very much underreported right. in terms of how many people died because of the COVID shots and how many people might otherwise have been injured. Because we know that the doctors in the military, they're telling us they're being pressured right. not to record adverse events from these COVID shots. Or hiding the, the results. The military has- Hiding the results, res- changing yeah. the results. We also know from doctors in the military that the military is actually changing, get this, changing the medical records. This is from high-ranking individuals that have 20-plus years in the military, flight surgeons that are telling us this, Mm -hmm. that the military is changing the medical records of their patients. For example, if a patient develops cancer after getting the shot and they were cancer-free before the shot, they're changing the medical records, and the doctors know that they've been changed. And that's criminal. It's unbelievable what's happening in the military. Pray for the men and women in the military. Good news for our United States Marine Corps captain, but our goal is to make sure we get the same protection for all members of the military and all six branches of the military to get this class action certification and get protection class-wide. For more information, visit lc.org forward slash military. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.